Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, however you find yourself listening to this podcast right now. Um, If you're listening with me on Friday night at 10 p.m., I know um, that it's late for some people, but I know some people who actually look forward to it. because they drift off to sleep. My friend Christina was telling me that she she drifted off to sleep listening to um, the podcast, which for me is, most people would take that as a, you know, not a compliment, but I take it as a compliment because for me, um, this is what I want. I want you guys to feel safe. I want you guys to feel like you are in a place where there's no judgment. I want you guys to feel like we are very much a come as you are family. My name is Nancy Burns. This is Faith Ignited, only on Pama One Radio, Friday nights, 10 p.m., with a repeat on Sundays at 9 p.m. And I have to tell you guys that um, the last episode where I had my my friend Araceli on, um, my sister, my family, Rosie's sister, as you guys know, it was so, so well received. That episode, I got a lot of people that told me best episode to date um I got a lot of compliments on my guest and how articulate and smart she is and she is um and I thought I'd bring her back again tonight because um I feel like her and I are never quite done with our conversations we always sort of leave this uh, open-ended, like, hey, I'll talk to you in a few type attitude. Um, So I would like to welcome again tonight our guest for a second week in a row, Miss Araceli Reyes-Serrato. Are you there? I'm here. Hi. Oh my God. Hey, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy that you had, um, tell everybody a little bit about how you felt after you did the podcast and what the reception was, um, from listeners on, on your end. You know, it was, um, it brought me a lot of joy, you know, because it was very painful, um, you know, everything that happened, mm. but to know that people felt mm. inspired by it, mm-hmm. um, felt that, you know, we don't, you know, things are out of our control, right? So, yes. and, you know, two of my cousins actually um, messaged me today mm-hmm. and they heard the podcast and they were, you know, just telling me how much they look up to me um, because of, of my strength and, and how I supported, you know, the family and my sister and, and whatnot. But, but 
But you um, don't see yourself that way. I don't see myself that way. No, not at all. I just, you know, I think that we are meant to help others, whether it's family or not family. Yes, yes. And especially you know, and it, and your sister. Yeah. Right? Well, of course, yeah. But, you know, our pain is to help other people. And we may not see it yes. as that. There's always a higher good, even in the bad. Amen, my sister. Amen. We know that firsthand, right? Oh, yeah. And I want to tell you all today that Araceli, I asked her if she wanted to do it, and she was like, sure. And she asked me if we could name it something, and I thought it was (laughs) super appropriate for tonight um, for a little bit about what we're going to talk about here tonight. Um, What was it, the title that you want for tonight? I, I thought it would be good if we named it Let It Fall Apart. Let it fall apart. Let it fall apart. Let it fall apart. Because um, you have been there recently where you have let everything around you fall apart. Yeah. You're not let, but it's happened, right? Right. Through, you know, you want to touch a little bit about things falling apart for you and and oh yeah i mean it it was like a snowball effect you know um you know started with the passing of of my mom and then my dad and then um my divorce and um you know the estrangement with my son um to the accident it was just one thing after another and i would constantly ask why me can you yeah you yeah can you talk a little bit about um, what it feels like to walk away from a marriage, but knowing that you still love that person, but you just, you want to love it, them differently, or how would you explain right. that? Right. Um, it wasn't for the lack of, of no love. Right. You know, um, the, you have to love yourself, right? And, and take accountability for your actions and, and not point the finger. I mean, because it takes two. Right. Um, but you can only fix you. Yes. And I was not in the right place. No. I was very ego-driven. I was very prideful. I was very um, controlling in the fact that I just wouldn't let anything fall apart. Yeah. Um, you know, OCD in my life, if, you know, not... So much in the fact that um, it's a syndrome, but in the, in the syndrome, no, right? Yeah. But but I needed to know, as an example, and and yeah. you know, recently actually spoke to him about this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's say what's going to happen this weekend. Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Right. Like I needed to have a plan for everything. Right. And 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 life isn't. I mean, yeah, it's good to have a goal. Yeah. Right. But when things, when you have to have so much control in your life or something, that is not a plan. Mm -mm. That's your ego speaking. That's your ego taking over. That's something that, you know, you want to perceive as a a certain image, if you will. You could be completely fallen apart inside, but it's an image that you're trying to portray. And I was trying to, I was not vulnerable. I I had my armor completely up, you know. Um, and I wouldn't let anybody in, We've and that's actually some big arguments about this topic. Actually, oh, for sure, yeah. And, yeah, and it yeah. was some serious, tough love from you, and I remember getting mad at you for it. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but um, 
you know, you, you, you realize that that's weakness. Right. That's not strength. Right. People see you as strong. Yeah. But, you know, I was, I wasn't right. The facade. You know, I felt the facade, you know, I was very, um, tough, right. Mm -hmm. And even tougher with myself. Yeah. Tough, really tough and hard on yourself. On myself. Mm -hmm. I wasn't giving myself any grace. Right. Right. And that is not healthy for me. It wasn't healthy for me and it wasn't healthy for, um, my loved ones. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't healthy for anybody. And now if there's anybody listening out there who's going through a divorce or, um, has let everything around them fall apart. Um, and we've talked about that needs to happen in order to rebuild from there. But what would yeah. you say to people going through divorce or have been through divorce? Because you're at a different place with your ex-husband now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you are. Um, and we're not going to lie here and sugarcoat stuff because Araceli and I both separately. But we have had a lot of therapy. I mean, oh, yeah, we sure. have had a lot of um, tough love, people who love us and are hard on us and want us to do better and be better. But it mm -hmm. wasn't until we as people said, nah, I see myself, I'm too hard. Maybe I am too hard. Maybe I am too tough. Maybe I am. But, but what would you say to someone who is walking away from a relationship but that it gets better at the end? It does get better at the end, and I think that I um, jumped the gun a little too soon. Right. I and I own that. I um, it was my ego speaking, right? Like right. I'm right, and and this is not right, and I'm I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ego. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you know, he was the complete opposite. Yeah. You know, he wanted to fight and. Mm -hmm. Even though I wanted to, I wasn't going to show that weakness. Mm -hmm. I was not going to be vulnerable and let my guard down. Mm -hmm. So I sabotaged my I sabotaged myself mm -hmm. in that right and and ruined everything. Mm -hmm. um, well, no, I, because and, you had to go through that to get to where you are today. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. But you know, I had to self isolate. Yeah. I self isolated and I focused. Okay, I'm part of this problem, right. and I need to fix me. So what do I need to do? I, oh, yeah, I recognize that, you know, I was fight or flight my whole entire life. Right, right. right. And all my life, you know, I had to, Why it was fight or flight. Is? Why do you think that is? Um, I think, it, you know, it was, uh, my parents were great. I'm not going to downplay them. Yeah. You know, um, they did the, their best. Um, my mom was mom and dad. Mm. My dad was dad, but my dad was there but not there if you know what I mean you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and I was my mom's you know right hand yeah yeah you know as as the oldest one right so I had to grow up faster right and that made me I don't want to call it have daddy issues but yeah you know you can call it daddy issues yeah, yeah. where you're not going to trust yeah. you know you're not going to trust a yeah, man right yeah. you're gonna okay well they're you know yeah. and you're gonna be tough and self-sabotage. And, and self-sabotage and not be in my feminine. Right. I was going to be masculine. Right, 
So it was that constant, you know, battle where, you know, if he said, let me help you with that case of water out of the car. No, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You know, so, and and it it could be small things like that. Right. And it does, Um, um, what is it? It builds resentment. And does, do you feel like it almost emasculates the man a little bit? It does. Right. Yeah. Because then they feel like they're not good enough. And I caused that. Right. And I didn't know that I had caused that. Right. So, uh, you have to look at yourself. You have to look at yourself and really evaluate and look what is the root of the problem. Yeah. What what caused you to be this way? So I had to really go back yeah. and really do a lot of shadow work. Yeah. In order yeah. for me to come out of this, yeah. and now I'm a I'm a different person. Can you and explain what shadow work is for those of us that don't know what that means? Um, shadow work is pretty much going into a time capsule. Um. They have journals on them. Um, They have podcasts on them and, and, you know, videos on YouTube and whatnot, uh, you know, therapy too, but is really looking at the reasons why we do things. Right. And, and we learn things from our parents and people go, well, you know, I'm not going to be like my mom or I'm not going to be like my dad. Well, yeah, you are. Yeah. And then we, we all are, we you know, might not be a hundred percent, but oh, yeah. yeah, we go, Oh my God, we turned into them somehow, some way, somewhere. Right. We turned into what we promised we would never turn would into. Be. And, and, you know, and my mom, you uh, know, she was beautiful. She was smart. Yes, people loved her. Yes. And they were, there were men that were attracted to her, yes. but she was like, I don't need a man. Yes. And that's where you get. And, the and that's where I now. got that. Right. Because, but, you know, I do. <laughs> yeah, but and, you and, know what? You have to sort of step in and take care of mom and sister because mom mentally probably had some mental health stuff with her um, relationships with men and her past or whatever it was that, that your mom held deep in her heart. God rest her soul. But you took over as like the dad. Right. You took over as like the husband. You took as as a young girl, you always assumed the masculine position. Correct. So when you go into a relationship, marriage, whatever that is, and there's a lot of us out there that are like, no, it's my way or the highway or. And I was like that. And that's not the right way to be. I mean, it's it's the team. Right. right. So, you know, whenever, you know, there was a, a problem, I didn't have the capability of talking about it. You know, there would never be a solution to something. Right. Um, it would just be going into in circles. Right. And, you know, when push comes to shove, you know, you say something and the other person says, you, you, you talk to... to to have the other person, you know, understand you, right. but communication doesn't mean that there's communication, right. that there's no comprehension, right? So mm. you have to be able to, to talk to somebody in the way that they can understand you. And mm. if I'm talking in a tone that is aggressive, mm-hmm. that person's going to shut down. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to want to hear you that way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And be a- vulnerable and say, so, you know, you just have to, you, you have to look at yourself, that was my and thing. really, really self-reflection on, on yourself. Yeah, early on in our marriage, you know, we got married at 
19 but early on in our marriage I had that same thing where like I'd be like I could go for weeks without talking to you like I could go I was not gonna be the one that was going to bow like my in my mind I was like I'm not gonna bow down to that no I'm standing up for what I think and I told him like when we fought I'll go weeks without talking to you and I really could because of my maturity level number one number two I had no comprehension of what life was about to become. Um, and as I had one child, you had one child. So we are similar in that sense. Um, but, um, you know, and I butt heads a lot with my kid and she does the same tone that we had with her husband. I believe she is just, I don't know that she's ever gonna be different, but Chelsea is very uh, my way, the highway right now, and he is too. So she doesn't back down, he doesn't back down. So did you have that in your marriage where you didn't wanna back down and he didn't wanna back down, or did he back down? Yeah, yeah. no, no, we both, we both did. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, what I've learned is somebody has to take the first step. Yeah. And that's where the pride comes in. Yeah. You're too prideful to take the first step. Yeah. yeah. And that's where, again, the title of this, sometimes you have to let things just fall apart. Yes. 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 And they did. And they did. They fell apart. And they are, um, <clears throat> they fell apart for someone else that I have for you guys tonight as a story that we're going to listen to and then I'll have um, Araceli um, add her input as we go along with this amazing story um, that I came across and I wanted to share it with you guys um, so let me let me tell you about this story all right, everybody, so here's the story that I'm going to tell you on tonight's episode. Once again, you're listening to Faith Ignited on Palma One Radio, 10 p.m. Friday nights, Sunday p.m., Sunday 9 p.m. with the replay. Um, I have a guest here, Araceli, who's going to uh, maybe chime in a little bit with the story. About five years ago, I learned the biggest lesson of my life about self-love and losing oneself in a relationship through a breakup that almost killed me. After going through another night of three hours of sleep, I drove myself to the emergency room to save my own life. I hadn't eaten or slept much in three weeks and the scale pointed to 97 pounds. I felt weak, malnourished, and unloved. Three weeks prior to that morning, I had found out that the love of my life, whom I had had a breakup with in March 2013, had started dating a girl that we had met 
in one of the most painful fights ever. He'd met her at a party when I was visiting family and continued flirting with her despite saying he chose me. Though he would have been happy to stay in a relationship with me, I knew that I just, I couldn't be with someone who openly flirted with other women. When I learned he was now dating her, I heard a thump in my heart. Literally, it ached sharply as if there was a chestnut-sized rock sitting in the middle of it, vibrating strongly in response to a transmitter signal far, far away. I think I half died that day. As I climbed back up from that point, I discovered truths about love, forgiveness, and healing. Maybe some of you are in the middle of such painful things right now, or maybe you're in the aftermath of a breakup that left you shattered and undone, and you are sitting on a ball of emotions and you don't know how to unravel it. Although I can't give you a personalized plan to heal and grow from your experience, I can share some pointers as someone who was on the other side of it all. Looking back over the five years of her recovery, these ideas may help any of you fine tune your own healing progress. What I learned about letting go is that the pain starts changing and then that pain forms into wisdom. And when we make a decision to not make one specific event from the past, our entire story, instead of thinking your life is over because you've lost this one relationship, We need to gain a broader perspective and try to see that breakup or that relationship as a valuable person to your personal growth. The purpose of the pain was to reveal what needed healing and to gain the wisdom that you will need further along your path. A relationship that taught you something about how to love and how to be loved. A relationship full of mistakes, but expanded by wisdom and forgiveness is a successful one. We are story-making machines and it is natural to make a recent event the focus of our current experience but your story is not over yet. You still have your pen in your hand and you're still writing your story with the choices that you make today. People often say, just let it go. Let the past stay in the past. But this is very misleading. 
Letting go isn't as easy as turning off a switch or as easy as erasing words etched into your mind off a whiteboard. I didn't know what letting go meant. As far as I concerned, that part of my life was still alive in me, balled up, tangled up. And every time I heard those words, I pictured removing an organ out of my body. That didn't make sense. I wondered how other people let go and why I just couldn't just let go and just live happily ever after. But here is what I discovered. You are never going to forget those relationships with deep soul connections. You just won't. You just won't be dwelling on them daily when you're busy exploring life and the depths of your inner being, but you don't need to have forgiven or be completely healed to participate in life around you. I spent a year and a half in isolation. Nothing healed. Not even a feather moved during that time. My healing didn't start until I started living. Going on lunch dates with friends, going to meet new people. Sometimes letting go means simply living life fuller, living a full life without the other person. Allow for forgiveness to unfold in its own time. I must admit, making the choice to forgive was not easy, but being patient while the process took place was even harder. Letting go, forgiving and healing from a relationship is not like hitting a reset button takes time, takes time to build up the courage to face that buried pain, just to face that buried pain and allow it to leave you. And it's okay with that. And sometimes before we can forgive, we need time to experience enough joy and connection with others to sort of dilute the pain of how the other person hurt us. Forgiveness is about digesting pain into wisdom, pain into acceptance, pain into compassion, into an expanded heart that can hold space for it all. It is not about living like nothing painful ever happened because life does not stop for us to take the time to heal. Flowers still bloom and the sun comes out every single day. We heal 
while we take in more of life. The death rebirth cycle in nature that exists in life and it exists within us. It is a never ending cycle. And I started opening up to new experiences and actually living. I allowed new insights to come in. I allowed my heart to heal, have time to breathe. I put myself in his shoes. I asked myself, what would I do if the person I loved but kept hurting unintentionally left me when I didn't want the relationship to end? What would I do? When I eventually developed enough courage to admit that I had gone on to the next best thing to ease the pain, compassion came. It took me nearly two years to register the depth of this loss and how we must enter and how he must have felt left out in the cold. We all do what we can to find relief from our pain. And that was his way. I didn't need to judge it. I didn't need to see it as a transgression against me. When you want to increase the temperature of the water in a bathtub, you don't take out the cold, but you add the hot water until it reaches your desired temperature. That is how grief, healing, and forgiveness works. Trust your body and soul to hold you through the process of a whole another chapter in your life. Update your perception of relationships. I loved my ex deeply. I can carry that in my heart's memory and still know that we were teachers in each other's lives who were destined to be together. I am no longer hurting because of not being with him. I have done my releasing ceremonies. I have let memories run through my mind over and over and over. Bringing up what he did, bringing up emotions, bringing up anger, resentment, grief, jealousy, and lots and lots and lots of tears. I sat through them. Some of it has not been pretty. We are taught that a good relationship is one that lasts a lifetime. If it didn't last, we believe that it was a failure, a big fat F. If we have several failed relationships behind us, we assume that it is because we are just unlovable. Success seems to be the most prized value in our modern society. 
but wisdom through experience can be even more valuable. I realized that the way I had been viewing relationships was really outdated. It's what my mom did. What if relationships were intensive training programs for our souls to learn and to love? What if they were there to protect us? What if they were the perfect setup to practice being loving, being kind, being understanding, being forgiven, and accepting both toward ourselves and the other person? If you learned the lessons that you needed to, the relationship was a success. Whether it lasted three months, three years, or for decades, take your wins as wins and carry them forward with pride. You are a survivor and no one can take that away from you. I am now in a relationship that continuously grows and teaches me more about love than any book, any podcast, or any planet could. I am in love and enjoying practicing new ways of doing relationships. I have spent my time and energy recognizing how I put up walls how I respond from a place of immaturity when I felt hurt or disregard my partner's needs because my inner child was triggered in that pain. I have learned to give him space to do the things that make me happy, to recognize and own my projections and practice self-love so I don't expect it at all. These were some of my mistakes in the past relationships. I had to get honest with myself and own them and work on them. And finally, our love is not fickle. It is resilient because we both are. I found out that two people who have walked through fire and excavated their soul truths with their bare hands and with the help of God and the universe, with the help of God's hands, we can create a new relationship where he is number one. And that can stand the test of time and the tricks of their own egos. I can't know for certain that this relationship will last forever, but I now know all relationships are valued and there, there is life after breakup. And this story is written by, uh, her name goes by Banu, B-A-N-U. I believe
believe that's on Instagram. Banu. Araceli, my sweet sister, did I just read your story or I I did not even read that story ahead of time. I can honestly say that I picked that and story close to home. Yeah. Oh my god, I picked that story probably <laughs> I I changed my mind and I changed stories five minutes before I started this podcast. Wow. I changed wow. the story entirely and I didn't read it all. I just Oh wow. Wow, that yeah. that made me have chills. Yeah. How can you speak to others on this? Pop it. Oh my god. Where do you I start? have two relationships very very well a lot of relationships but two very um poignant relationships in your life that have caused you to do everything that this lady just said she did yeah how did you do that how with grace to yourself i had to i had to have a lot of grace amen and um Amen. Not beat myself up. Amen. Because I, I, I did, um, I did what I did. I moved how I moved with what I knew then. Right. 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 You know, at to my capabilities. Right. right. So at that time, you didn't have the at that arsenal. Time, I, I didn't have the knowledge, the knowledge that I have now. You weren't. It was like it's like yeah. going into battle with no armor or protection we didn't know then what we know now and that only comes through pain and that's the truth right you said that earlier you know we don't learn we don't learn anything when things are good no we take things for granted when things are good yeah we only learn our lessons whatever the lesson may be through pain amen amen and we come, you know, hopefully, right? Some, you know, we become better with that. Right. It can also destroy you. Right. You can you can get stuck in that self pity. Right. Right. And the self pity causes anxiety, right. which I did for a little bit. Yeah. And it did cause me anxiety, and it did cause me depression. Didn't you have to get? I'm sorry, I don't want. I don't know if you want to put this on blast, but you were on medication for your mom. I was. She passed, and you were on the I was same on medication. medication. With my mom. And then um, on yeah. the same medication, you know, when my sister had her accident. And do did you divorce? Did you or did you have? I had to get on medication during the divorce too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's so you, know, so you don't even know where to start, right? Right. I didn't now, know where to start. I was I was a mess with all three things. Do you feel like, um, so how? So this accident with Rosie, as you guys know, for some of you who don't know, um, Araceli, do you want to recap her injuries that Rosie sustained on her yeah, accident? Um, yeah, sure. Um, she had brain trauma to both sides of the brain. Um, she had a fractured rib, fractured hip, uh, laceration on her left ankle, you know, that was deep enough all the way to the bone. Mm. Um, on her left hip, there was a laceration as well, um, mm-hmm. that was 
you know, the size of a surgical Q-tip mm. or, you know, cotton swab, mm-hmm. which is scab now, actually. Yeah. Um, she got the, yeah, so it's scab now. And, um, yeah, those are her, she, her okay. injuries. And so she was in a medical sort of sedation. Um, she was. And she had several experiences with mom, grandpa, grandma, grandma. God, yeah. Jesus, whoever higher power she knows that there was something oh yeah she believes in god so we're gonna say god yeah yeah Um, and you believe in god so we say god but for people who are out there that haven't been on their journey yet with god that that's up to you and your time but um your relationship with your ex-husband this accident you want to talk a little bit about how it sort of put things into perspective it did. It, it brought things into perspective. Um, it started actually um, me messaging him months prior to the accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I needed to reach out mm-hmm. and make things right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had messaged him just, you know, quick hello. Yeah. And, and that was that. And, um, he messaged me on Mother's Day, wishing me a happy Mother's Day, which was not a happy Mother's Day, but we can get into that right. in a little bit. Right. Um, he was my my person right. during the accident because right. I had nobody right. that was local that I could lean on and that knew me. Right. You know, people know me, right. but nobody knows me like he knows me. Right. Nobody knows me like he knows me. Amen. And I always thought that. I always like, no, you don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. I always knew that. I just, you know, was being stubborn. Yeah. And, but no, yeah, I mean, he was, he made sure that I had food. He would make made sure that, that yes. you know, I'd go by his house and pick yes. up dinner that he had made for the Amazing. girls and I. Amazing. Um, you know, watched my dog yeah. on occasions for me. And you know I what's mean, he, funny? He was there. It, what's funny is that um, I think you had a little hesitation at first in telling me, but I was so relieved that he was there because I knew that he knew you better than anybody, and he would see right through the facade that you put on that you don't need any help, that you're good, Uh that you're taking care of things, that you're good, you're good, you're good. But Uh you weren't good. I wasn't good, and I decided to show him that side of me. Yes, right, right, right. Through through, um, your journey with self-love. Right. You had to love yourself. Because here's a person that, that I knew loved me. Right. Right, but I wasn't giving. I wasn't. I, I wasn't allowing him to. I was. I was putting my walls up. Right, and that's not to say that it's going to be rainbows and butterflies all day. No, every but day. you know, love isn't. Yeah, love. You know, love is is unconditional, right? Right, right. and that's the type of love. Just because people fight or get into an argument, it doesn't mean there's no love. Right, there's love. Right, I mean. You want to talk a little bit about um, your estranged relationship with your son, who yeah, sure. um, it's a very painful topic for Araceli. And like I said to her after the last podcast, 
her candor um, and her vulnerability um, on this podcast. Um, Everybody who knows and loves her, we are all so proud of her because she has literally taken what she's learned and put it to practice in her life. But every relationship in her life, like we all, I don't speak to half of my family, Um, but your relationship with your son, when did that start having a breakdown? Um, I say, my God, um, maybe about a year ago. You about wanna, a year ago, I started noticing about how old you were when you had Jordan, all that stuff. I I was about twenty two, mm-hmm. uh, going to be twenty three when I had him, mm-hmm. and um, I was married at the time with mm-hmm. his father, mm-hmm. and his father and I divorced mm-hmm. when Jordan was one. Mm-hmm. Um, his biological father never stepped foot and raising Jordan so no. that was the last time he saw him Jordan was one mm. um mm. so up until my ex-husband um came into the picture you know he at the age when Jordan was yeah he was eight mm-hmm. is when you know I was no longer quote-unquote a single parent right, right 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 um from one to eight did you live with mom I did okay. temporarily, off and on. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So she, if it wasn't for my mother and and Rosie, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. they helped me. They yeah. helped me a lot with Jordan, with you know either dropping him off at daycare or picking him up, you know, yes. to help me out. Yes, right. But yeah, I couldn't have done it without them too. But see, you sure. know what? You can say that now, but old Araceli wouldn't have even thought about that. But you can say thank you to your mom and your sister now and say, I needed that help. I'm so oh, glad you that. guys were there. Oh, I was, yeah, no, for sure. You I, I was I mean? always thankful. Yeah. But the fact that me needing right. something. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. yeah, no way. No, yeah. I would never say I needed something from right, somebody right, or right. can you help me? Right. Oh, no, no, right. no, no, no. Mm-mm. That's what I mean. I like, wasn't going to show that gonna, You weren't going to bow down and be like please help me no damsel in distress yeah no no, i was not not gonna show that no (laughs) no i was not gonna show that you've been hard and you you're still i mean i say i'm hard it's like we love hard and we we love hard that's just what it is with your right tell her nothing um i met your i had i I met your son before i met you and i spoke about this a little bit last week but her son's an amazing kid you did an yes. amazing job raising him. I mean, one of the most well-mannered in that, you know, I always say the, the, that age group that we all know that they don't have manners anymore. They don't think of morals and values anymore. But Jordan has all of that. And he was so loved growing up. Yeah. Um, by the he girls was. in his life, right? Mom, oh, grandma. My gra- oh, grandma. Yeah. My God, that was her boy, her only grandson. And wasn't he Rosie's only nephew, right? Only nephew and godson, yeah. So he is deeply loved by by the family. Everybody. Yeah. If if Jordan was listening right now and and there or someone that has a Jordan in their 
life and an estranged relationship. But let's back up a little bit and talk about um, sort of when you decided that you needed to put yourself before that relationship because it was sort of detrimental to your health, actually. Um, you know, there comes a point where as a mom, you want to see your, you see your child, doesn't matter how old they are. Right. Um, as a child. Right. right. And I take accountability for babying, yeah. you know, to yeah. some degree. Yeah. And not letting him grow up. Right. So, you know, the, the problem started arising. Um, he could probably said story different because I've been accused of a lot of things. Right. Right. Um, but which I don't, I don't think they're true. No, they're not. Um, and people that know me will beg to differ. Yes. Um, I will be very honest and very vulnerable right now, but I've been accused of, um, verbal abuse, emotional abuse and mental abuse. None of that is true. Maybe a little verbal, but I was verbal with my daughter too, but but that's how we grew up. That's how we came up. Listen, no verbal abuse. It's because we cuss. What? Big deal. Because we get mad. Yeah. You know? So what? Yeah. So you've been accused of these things, and they are so far from the truth. So if you want to, this is your opportunity to sort of set the record straight for the listeners yeah. who are your family. So, yeah, you know, so... It hurt to, to hear that, and it hurt to not um, get a happy Mother's Day mom call yeah. this year. That was the first year without that. But he had um, moved out with the girlfriend, He correct? had moved out. Yeah, he had moved out uh, back in, I want to say, October. That's when I was going to go to Connecticut. Right. And I had said, hey, you know, why don't you come with? I'm going to get this house, and I don't want to go. Well, I said, okay, well, then I'll pay for the apartment where I'm at until the lease is up and I'll leave everything for you and for her and I'm going to go to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said, you can't go. You're all I have. Mm -hmm. So I didn't go to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. I stayed. very true because you told me that. Yep. And um, about three months later, I get home one day because I had told them, you know, well, when the lease is over, then, you know, to each their own. Yeah. We're, we're moving apart. It's time. Yeah. It's he time that what, you make your own life. at this point? 23. Perfect. Okay. I said, it's time that you make your own life and it's time that I make my own life too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he disagreed with that. He was upset about it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in February... I got home one day from lunch to walk the dog, and he was gone. And mm-hmm. there was a note. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there was um, a letter or an email that my ex-husband had written to me that I know they had taken it out, out of my desk mm-hmm. and left it there. So mm-hmm. I know that, that he was upset about that, but like I had told him, you know, my marriage is my marriage. Mm-hmm. And if I want to fight for my marriage, I'm going to fight. Mm-hmm. My marriage has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say... Because he wasn't a child. Speaking, he yeah. wasn't a child. Yeah. This and, you know, an he adult. had his own relationship, yeah. right? So, right. 
as a parent, you want your, your child to be happy. Yeah, of course. And that's all I've ever wanted for exactly. him, is for him to be happy and, yeah. and healthy. I mean, what, what mother, what father does not want that for their Absolutely. child? Absolutely. 100%. 100%. However, you know, they, they, I'm sure that I'm not looked upon as that. So, moving forward, <clears throat> I've had, I had no communication with them whatsoever until the accident. Okay. And, um, I notified him. None, none. I would send messages and, you know, don't message me pretty much is Mm -hmm. what I would get Mm -hmm. from him and his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You know, he does not want to talk to you, leave him alone type of messages. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was hurtful, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and let him know. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't stop me from loving my son. Right. Regardless. Right. Right. I still love him, even though he, I just wish him well. I, I hope he's well. I hope he's happy. That's all I want for him, whether I'm in his life or not. Yeah. So you have to let things fall apart. You yes. have to. Yes. Yes. I, I, things aren't going to happen in my timing. And if God wants it to be, then it's so it be. And yes. if, it, if it's not, then it's okay. You know, I, I feel I was blessed to have him. Yes. 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 But he's not mine. He's God's. Yes. Yes. I was just the vehicle to Amen. bring him here. Amen. Amen. Right. So we, so now after the accident, yes, I did have communication with him. Um, he was here at my home, mm-hmm. um, with the girls during the time that I was at the hospital with, um, Noel, my nieces, yeah, and Camila, which with the girls. Yeah. yeah with, yeah, with That's, my nieces. Uh, and, Rosie's and sister's da- daughters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, you know, I would send pictures and updates and he'd go visit my sister. And needless to say, um, the last text message that I got from him was back in September where I sent him a picture of her eating her first meal. Mm. And he said, please don't send me pictures of her. I, I will see her when I see her. Something to that degree. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm so sorry. I thought that you'd be happy that I'm sending you pictures of Rosie eating. Yes. It will never happen again. I said, would you um, still like me to send you updates of your Nina? Mm -hmm. And he he said no, that he would contact my niece, Noelia, and Edgar for updates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, take care. Mm -hmm. And about... A little over a week ago, I hadn't heard anything. And I said, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet and send him a text message. Mm-hmm. And I just sent him a message that said, um, hope you're well. Just, you know, just checking in. I hope you're well. And no reply. Mm-hmm. And then it was and, his girlfriend's birthday. And then it was his girlfriend's birthday on Monday. And I sent her a text message that said, uh, wishing you a uh, happy birthday. And she replied with Araceli, you know, I yeah, made it clear, thing. leave us alone type of message. Yeah. yeah. And don't message Jordan. He wants nothing to do with you. Right. Right. And, and if you guys, um, who are single mothers out there, you can imagine the pain, uh, that that causes a mom. But at some point, she has to go. just be accountable for her and what she chooses to do. And she chooses to let him, let God take care of him right now. Because right. nothing she can say or do seems to be correct. 
no, it's a double it's a double edged sword. Yeah. It's a double edged sword. You know, I don't message, you see, my mom doesn't care about me, my mom doesn't love me, my mom see your mom this, your mom that, right? I do then see your mom doesn't respect your boundaries, my mom doesn't respect my boundaries. Yes. So why put myself in the fire? Yes. He'll come to you. There comes a point there comes a point where you know, you have to have your self dignity. Yes. Your self respect. Yes. Yes. Because you're not dealing with a child anymore. You're yes. dealing with an adult. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will forevermore love this boy. Yeah, of course. He's your son. He's my son. You and I just want him to be choices. happy. And, you know, but his choices are his choices. Right. And if his choices are choices that make him happy. Yeah. I'm happy for him. It just doesn't need to be nasty. But we don't need to be rude. And... and 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 my thing is too you know i whether i i approved of my dad's choices yeah whether i approved of you know my dad leaving so many responsibilities to my mother yeah, yeah, yeah. whether i approved my not seeing my dad yeah. for two years and him just literally ghosting my sister rosie and i yeah 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 i would have never ever treated with the disrespect that I've been given. Yes. You know, I would have never treated my dad that way. It's bad, guys. It's bad. So. For all you old schoolers out there, like there would be no way. You know, it's it's painful. It is is painful, but there comes a point where I just have to let go. Not so much because I don't care or I don't love. It's because I care and I love. What what's your what's your phrase for tonight? Let it fall apart. Let it fall apart. That's let it fall apart. Let it fall. Apart. You don't you know if a door closes, you don't bang on the door for it to be opened. Just you close the door. He's going to have to open it. He's going to have he's going to have to close the door that he closed on me. I will no longer knock on the door. And, and Jordan, if you're listening, honey, I love you to the moon and back. Yes. Yes. And all I want is for you to be happy. Yes. Yes. And that's really... Whatever that looks like. Of the, at the end of the day, at the end of the situation, the story, you just want him to, to be happy. And if that looks like not having mom there right now, that's okay. It's okay. Or if it's not having mom there ever, right. it's okay. And and if I did some things that you're not happy with me, you know, I'm sorry. I yes. did the best that I could yes. with what I knew yes. at the time. Yes. Yeah. You're I different. was raising a child. Yes. But I was also a hurt child, yes. even though I was an adult. I was yes. dealing with my own things yes. at the time. Yes. Yes. I grew up with my kid too, so I get that very much. We grew up with we grew up with them because we don't know. I mean, if I were to treat my daughter the way my dad treated me, I mean, she'd be getting yelled at or hit every day. <laughs> so we try to be better, do different than our parents did, right? So oh, we yeah. try to be so respectful of their boundaries and like everyone's so sensitive now and. Uh, when we were coming up, 
the girlfriends didn't dictate or the boyfriends didn't dictate how we treated our parents. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Oh, no, yeah. That would have never happened. No. And in, even now, like, I would, I would never... If, if I... If I was um, in the position, I think, again, to redo things over again with, with Jordan... Right. I wouldn't be as um my way or the highway yeah, yeah. because i know that was a, that was part of my fault yeah. that that was a fault That's of mine huge of you that was that. that was you know one thing that was but i was also lenient and i and i let things slide that maybe you know a little too much right yeah, we never know we can't go back and change what we, we can't go back and change it I, I can't. All I know is that he has not given me an opportunity to actually have a one-on-one conversation, yeah. just like we're having right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we only talked in regards, you know, just because of my sister's accident. With Rosie's accident, that was yeah. the only reason why we yeah. talked. Jordan, um, matter of fact. If you're listening, you, you owe mama a talk. You owe mama talk, son. You owe her a talk because um, this accident changed your family forever. You can't go back and change. Rosie is so funny because I asked her today how she was, and she said, I'm alive. Like, what more do you guys want from me? <laughs> I'm at home. <laughs> I'm alive, and I'm at home. Like, what else home. do you need? Like, and But, but your son... Um, had a relationship with her when you weren't speaking to him that yes. she sort of facilitated in a way for them to be upset with you and she sided a lot to a lot of times with her nephew because that's her godson her nephew and he's the younger one right that's how we think oh the younger yeah. one needs it but you needed the love you needed the support you, I have seen messages, and I must say that um, the disrespect, the disrespect, um, I just happened to see that message that one night when we went out to dinner that popped up on your phone. Mm. And um, so it's not like you show me, but I'm just saying when that night we were out and it popped up, I just couldn't mm -hmm. believe the disrespect um, because you're not that Araceli that this other person thinks you are and the preconceived notions. And let's let me talk about judgment for one second. What did that story I read a little while ago talk about? We cannot judge others unless we're going through it ourselves or we have been through it ourselves we are not in a position to judge um and the fueling of the um sort of hatred towards you mm -hmm. is um despicable and it is oh yeah i'm not disliked i'm hated yeah you're hated oh yeah mm-hmm I wouldn't say from your son. I would say from her. Um, but um, she doesn't know what life is. But let them have time. 
Let them have time. And what advice would you give to your son if he was listening to you right now? To not hold on to any hurt and pain, mm. whether the pain that I've caused, mm. the pain that he has mm. endured in his lifetime in mm-hmm. his 24 years. Mm-hmm. Amen. To not be so judgmental upon others. Amen. Sometimes hurt people hurt people. Amen. And I know that I was hurt. Yes. Not by him. No. Um, but I was a hurt single mom. Yes. You know, and I did, did not mean to hurt him. the best you could, honey. I did the best that I could, right? That's what we all and did. It, I, and I wasn't, I'm not perfect. No. I will never be, no, you know. No However, way. it's about accountability, right? Yes, so yes, yes, yes. We did the best that we could, right. and and I used to tell him, and I and my I learned this from my mom. We don't come, our children don't come with manuals. Mm-hmm. Every child is different. Absolutely, Camila is different from Noelia. Yeah. Rosie is different from uh, yes. you know different than uh, you know than, than me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they don't come with manuals, and and if Jordan would have came with a manual, I would have been the perfect mom for him. Yeah, because I would have done everything that is. To make you know, him happy. Jordan's ma- to make him happy. Yeah, yeah. But That's like I told him, though. it's not realistic. My first job, my job as a as a mom when he was younger, and this is something that a conversation that I had with him shortly before he moved out. I said, "I'm no longer your mom. I want to be your friend." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was your mom friendship. first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I get that. But, but meanwhile, you, you're underneath my own my roof. I'm your mother, and you have to respect my rules. And there was no friendship there. And and that there was no friendship. No. You want to be solely just like a friendship, you know, relationship? Then yeah. you need to move out. Yeah. But you know what? As guarded as you were, you taught him that. You. Yeah taught him we all i did it to my daughter too we taught them that love is hard love is you know life ain't easy and it's not if we're guilty for doing that then you know because that's not something that we like you said we didn't have manuals of how to raise a kid or we didn't have the internet where everyone can just look one thing up. It's so accessible. Five right. seconds later, they know how to be a parent. Like, right. you know, we didn't live in those times. And Jordan is very blessed. And I know he knows. I know he knows he's blessed with his family. And he knows that your ex-husband did what he could do for him in the situation as well. And there has to be respect on both sides and healing on both sides. Right. And you need it right now. It's like Jordan is um, on his journey. He's on his way. He is on his journey. He's on right. his way. And we ask that God bless them and protect them. Bless them, change me. Mm-hmm. Bless them, change me, bless change them, change me. me. And bless her, change we ask me. For, yeah, bless her, change me. And we ask that they um, 
learn a little compassion, learn a little empathy. Mm -hmm. And it's in their own time and it's in their own way. But um, we want to say, we want to end this podcast with the good news that Rosie no longer needs home therapy. Araceli, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, she was having um, the wound care come every other day. The wound care nurse, mm-hmm. no longer. Amen. Sayonara to her. Amen. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And as far as the occupational physical therapy and the speech therapy, it's all going to be held at the medical facility, which Perfect. is awesome. And um, she's, you know, she's she's happy about it, but at the same time, she's not. She's like, like really? Like, now that I have to go? Yeah. You know, yeah. so now she's worried about, well, who's going to take me? And I'm so sorry. And yes. I'm like, you don't have anything to be sorry about. We were just talking um, about Rosie before the podcast. I just have to say this. We said she has no filter now. It's so weird. She has no guys. filter. It's like she thinks it, she <laughs> says it. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Rosie was she's, the meek, quiet, meek little Rosie. <laughs> oh my God. Now, because, you know, like she's like, I don't, I, I came back for my second chance at life. Like, I'm not going to be worried or sweating the small stuff. Yeah. No, like I told her, I said, I said, Nancy said she's not going to ask you how you are anymore. I'm not. And she's, she's like, well, good. and she said, she started laughing. She's like, good. She's like, I'm not at the hospital. I know. I said, oh, I know. It's like, you know what? That's what <laughs> yeah. she means. Like, what the, What do you mean? I'm good. I'm not at the hospital. I'm talking to you. No. It's what she says and her facial expression. Oh, my God. It, it's, it's just hilarious. It's so hilarious. I tell her, I told her when she said that. I said, I love this version of I you. Was just say and t- she looked at me. I like, I love it. Yeah. Like you say what you you know, you yeah. say what you mean and you yeah. say it. Like she you just, just yeah, it. she's it's real. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful way to see life through almost like a child's eyes, right? Like the innocence mm-hmm. that she has now. Um when you feel when you are around her, you feel like you're near an angel. That's the honest. Oh my god, yeah. Like, I, I really feel like her. I can't cuss in front of Rosie anymore forever. <laughs> yeah. I just I feel know, like right? she's so pure. She's no, so she pure. does. I mean, she's, she's, she's amazing. <sighs> and she was, you know, she was amazing before. Right. But now she has like this halo around her. Oh my God. She, it's how I can describe it. She's, I, I, it's really hard to leave her. And yeah, like I just want to be around her. You know, it's time to, but you're like, oh, just one more minute, just one. No, and then I, yo, like today, I said, well, I have to go. You know, I have the the podcast with Nancy, and she's like, oh, that's nice. You know, like she was bummed out that I was leaving. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, she. You know, but I said, I said I'll be back. She's like, oh, no. When you called on Facetime, that she would light up. Um. Edgar's aunt. Yes. He's like, every time, every time you, you know, she, you FaceTime her or every time you call her, she just lights up. She loves that. And you know what? And I'm like, wow. Before the accident, Rosie would roll her eyes if you silly called. <laughs> she would. She would send me the voicemail. <laughs> she wouldn't reply to my text messages. We love you, Rosie. That's yeah. okay. Little brat. Listen. Yeah, it's okay. It's Little okay. sisters. Little sisters. It's and, okay. And you're the... Um, you're the amazing sister and friend 
and companion, I'm sure, to have in, in one's life. I know I'm Thank blessed you. to know you and have you in our life. And, um, you know, thank you for agreeing. Privileged to have you guys. Thank you, my sister. And thank you for agreeing to do tonight. I know it was sort of last minute, but I just felt like last week. (laughs) I know, girl. I was eating pizza. I know. And I was like, I just feel like she has more to say. (laughs) I have more to say? What do you mean? It's over. Uh, hey, you gotta take your fifteen minutes of fame right now, cause I already did. Okay, now girl. it's your turn. All right. Um, All right. <laughs> listen, you're gonna be um, asked to do other podcasts. I'm sure you're so um, eloquent and articulate, and just a great person to have on my show and a great person to know. So let me say good night to these folks. Hang tight, a. Hey, I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, guys, listen, we went over an hour by 12 minutes, but I think it was so worth it. It was so worth it. If you're still with me, thank you. If you left and you drifted off to sleep, hallelujah, amen. Praise God that you're resting your eyes. You're resting your mind. Rest your soul. Rest your spirit. Rest in God and know that um he is the uh way maker right he is the way maker for us when we don't know which way to go he makes a way he makes the impossible possible um i want to thank banu for your story tonight um it was a beautiful story i want to thank araceli for being with me tonight again on Faith Ignited, um, Palma One Radio. Thank you to Nelson and Sylvia and all of you guys, Anderson over at Palma. Um, Appreciate you guys and uh, we appreciate the opportunity for being here for your listeners only on Palma One, Friday nights, 10 p.m. Repeat if you don't catch it tonight, maybe listen half tonight, half on Sunday. After that, it'll be posted on my mom's YouTube uh, page, which I can send Araceli a link to, and she'll send it to all of you guys who um, want to hear it and are not able to listen to it live. But thank you so much, everyone, for hanging in. Have a blessed night. God bless. We'll see you next week. Take care. Beijing, you. Bye bye.